Hello and welcome to episode 52 of the Stouting Off podcast, where we're just talking about the most important things in life. Before we get started, I'm asking you, sincerely, I beseech you, please like, subscribe, and share the podcast with friends and family and actually just everyone that you know. We are, uh, we're taking the limits off of who you should share this thing with. I think last week I said, share it with friends and family and loved ones this week. You know what? Share it with everybody because we're talking about important things. And here comes episode 52 of the Stouting Off podcast. Wow. Wow, we're really doing it. Episode 52 of the Stouting Off Podcast. Welcome once again. Nice to be here. Nice to see you in my spirit. I can just feel you listening and watching and just taking it all in. So it's nice to have you here. Um, joined live right now in this very moment by Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, this is like old times. This is Jordan, like, how are you? This is like the original Stouting Off. <laughs> Show. I know. Jordan, how are you? Doing great. Thank you. I Can I just hear it, it one time? Jordan, how are you? Doing great. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that literally sent a sh- like a shiver down my spine in a good way. Isn't that Hairs funny how when you stuff. do stuff like that, like over and over and over and it becomes something that you, you just like, you're waiting to hear it. Yeah. Like I didn't do anything different with my voice. I just know what I say. But even to me, like I got a little chill. Yeah, felt nice. (laughs) It felt nice. It felt nice. We're without Will Woodington this week, listener, watcher. That's why you haven't heard. If if you're listening to the podcast and you haven't heard Will's voice, which also sounds like Brian from Family Family Guy, the dog. (laughs) He's um, taking notes. (laughs) He's here. He's just taking notes. He he hasn't been just sitting here silently taking notes. He's in fact not with us. Um, You know... We have come to a decision, just like the three of us, that we want to pump out content every week if possible. And if one of us can't make it, guess what? The show kind of has to go on um, as long as me and Jordan are there. And so uh, <laughs> so Will Will is like our uh, he's like our, our our funny, crazy uncle who stops in. And uh, when he's in the neighborhood. And so he wasn't in the neighborhood this week. So we're without him, but we do love him. He will be back probably next week even, but um, that's yeah. how we're, that's how we're, we're living. Would you care to add anything, George? No, we love Will. We love him. He's such an addition to the show. He to is. To the podcast. He's, he's a big addition. He, I was watching the episode from last week, 51, and I was telling the Groundhog story Neither of you guys had talked because I was explaining whatever. He chimes in with one comment quick in like a moment, just uh, like at the the drop of a hat. Slaughters everybody. It just killed us. I'm like, that was like a precise like humor arrow, like shot right in the target, right in the heart of the issue. Oh, for sure. He's funny. He is very funny. He's funny. He should be on SNL. We've said it before. He should be a writer. Should move to LA and do comedy writing. He could do it. He could. If anybody that I know or you know probably could, it's him. It's him. Um, I flew to Easter weekend. Or excuse me, last Sunday <laughs> I flew to Orlando for Easter. I flew to Easter last Orlando, and then yeah. I went to 
yeah. I flew to Orlando last Easter, last over the weekend last weekend. And um, I was explaining this to somebody. And here's the actual facts. I flew to Orlando to play drums at SeaWorld at sunrise on Easter Sunday. And as I was explaining that, I was like, that sounds like someone recapping a dream they had. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing, dude. I was at SeaWorld. It was it was Easter Sunday. I was playing drums <laughs> as the sun was coming up. <laughs> it's like one of those like... it's like one of those uh those story problems that you have to yeah. solve and it's yeah. like setting you up for the for the question. Or like like a Mad Lib. <laughs> Drew was at SeaWorld in Orlando on Easter playing <laughs> drums. But I went um, to play with an artist here from town, good friend, and um, it was really cool. Our sound check was 3.30 a.m. And Ooh. I was like, somebody said, you know, it's pretty early, huh? I was like, 3.30 to me isn't early. It's late from the night before. Yeah. I think I draw a threshold at like 4 a.m. 4 a.m. is early. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. And our wake-up call for the 3.30 sound check was about 2.30. So I'm like, do I even go to bed around 11 o'clock? Like we were sitting there talking at the hotel. And I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to go to bed. I did go to bed, blinked twice, and then woke up at 2.11 a.m. But that was awesome. And I tell you what, man, we've talked about this before, but the airport... And the act of flying and travel, air travel in general, brings out the worst in me and the weirdest in others, I'm convinced. Yeah, sure. Fair. It's tough, man. Um, what was it about it that that made it stink? So, on our flight down there, we flew on Southwest in this particular instance. Not Southwest Airlines. You can choose your seat. Choose your own adventure. If it's... If it's available, you can sit there. And so one of the guys in the band and I, we sit in the exit row. And um, this was nice because I didn't have a seat in front of me. I was fully extended. And so we in, in this particular row, there were three. I sat on window. He sat on aisle. And there was an empty seat in the middle of us. And he put his big backpack there. And we were, we were talking before the, the plane was about to take off. And some dude, he was actually a pilot... <laughs> Some dude walks up. Tons of seats available back there, by the way. Yeah. And uh, Dan, uh, the, the guy and I are, are talking. David is his name. We were talking very, we were talking about really interesting stuff. And I was like fully dialed into the conversation. And he totally interrupts us to say, is anybody sitting there? Now, of course you can tell no one is sitting there. There's a backpack there presently. And so we both turn to him. And you know that look of like, that you can give someone without saying anything, the look that you're giving them is like, that's such a stupid question. Don't, yeah. Like, do you want to, are you sure you want to have asked that question? <laughs> the I look is enough. Yeah. <laughs> so slowly just look at him like here's it in real time. Hey, uh, is is anyone sitting there? And here it is in real time. Is anyone sitting there? <laughs> um, No. No. And so that's about seven seconds elapsed time. Sure, yeah. The look and then the way we said it should have sent him to the back of the plane. It should have sure. sent him keep continuing to walk. Yeah. But nope, he doubles down. He sits down a minute later. The guy sits down in between us. And he pulls out a full 
meal in a takeout container. Oh, no. Fills the cabin with the smell of sautéed onions. And if one wasn't enough, that if one thing wasn't enough, it was that thing that I was like, I'm about to have a conniption on this flight. They're going to have to restrain yeah, me yeah. from being the Tasmanian Dude. devil. And so he just enjoyed himself. And the guy who was also with our band, who was sitting in the row in front of us, he was like, man, I swear the person next to me just reeked of like onion or something. I couldn't. I was like, dude, it was the person who was right between me and David. And oh, I I had to repent gosh, for how dude. I was, for the things I was thinking about him during that flight. Man. Why don't you get it? I have, I have a rule of thumb. And that rule is that if I'm not sitting in first class and I don't get a meal served to me, I don't eat. Period. I don't eat. Bring can, a bagel on at most. I can eat before. I can eat after. Yes. This, I don't need to was ruin an hour everybody else's day. Totally. And you again, you can do it tactfully. If it was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something, I didn't care that he was eating necessarily because I will give him credit. He was doing the, the elbows in. Sure. He wasn't like extending. And sure, yeah. He was elbows in and he was very confined to his like He's been seat, there before. Which, yeah, which I appreciate. And again, he was a pilot. He was wearing the <laughs> things and everything. Yeah. And um, you know what's so stupid? I was thinking about this while while I was mad at him. I was like, I wish I wasn't so mad at him because I do want to ask him about the Boeing documentary. Oh, sure. I want to ask if he's seen it, but I'm so pissed that, he's, <laughs> that he chose to do this. Did you end up asking him? I didn't. I chose to hang on to the grudge. Yeah, I... Uh... It's just the hot food, man. Like, obviously, hot you food. can eat. That, I didn't mean to misspeak there. Sure. Like, you can you can eat. They're going to give you, uh, you know, I don't know what Southwest gives you. Crackers. But they're going to give you crackers, whatever. peanuts, whatever it is, right? And then they're going to ask you if you want to drink. Drink, for sure. Have have at it. Have a Coke. Yeah. Have a Jack and Coke. Have a Old Fashioned. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. It's the hot food that smells. It's the hot and food that smells. And it doesn't matter which hot food it is. It could be McDonald's. Yep. It's going smell. to smell the entire airplane up. Yeah. It's like, hey, man, it, this is a flight. Just get here earlier. If you want to eat so bad, don't smell up the plane. We and like-minded individuals like us are in the minority in the sense that we keep these rules. Another rule is I see people park in handicapped spots all the time. Drives me nuts. It takes everything in me not to uh, not to say a couple comments. Like, hey, you don't look very handicapped. <laughs> but I realized that I have said that before. It's a miracle. And, uh, what's that? <laughs> like, it's a miracle. You're walking. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'll always look for a hang tag first. If I don't see the hang tag, then. Sometimes it's on comment. the license plate, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll do a full 360, 21-point uh, inspection around the car, <laughs> making sure there's no <laughs> there's They're no still in there, tag. like, looking at their phone, and you're just like... An I'm taking eagle. their tire pressure. Taking their, <laughs> you know, their you fluids. got some substantial. Yes, you've got <laughs> substantial wear on these tires, and you're short on antifreeze. Um, you're gonna want to check. There are a couple loose lug nuts on the, whatever. But um, I had a reverse scenario happen to me recently, Jordan. I was parked in a handicapped spot that said only between the hours of eight and four. And it was at 5 p.m. So I rolled up and parked in that spot. And people, even in the very short period of time that I was parked, grabbing my stuff to get out, 
people were giving me looks and stuff. And I was like, I didn't defend myself, but what I was thinking was, Hey, totally understand the look. <laughs> I'm one <laughs> of you. I am like-minded. I also do the 21 point inspection <laughs> on my own vehicle, on my own vehicle. <laughs> every time I park, trust me, I noticed that new ding from when I was parked at McDonald's. Um, like you'd ever park at McDonald's, by the way, that was a bad example. You don't park and go in, right? You drive through or you do it on the app, which I started using recently. And now I get rewards, but I wanted to say to him, I, tr- I, I get it, but look at the sign. You got to look at the sign. Yeah. Don't look at me. Look at the sign. I but, saw the sign. I parked in handicap. I <laughs> yeah. saw this. Not a handicap parking only restricted times. Love that song. Same. That reminds me of specifically being in fifth grade. Um, it, it was blasting during a field day one year. Um, Every time I hear it, blast me right back in time. Takes me right back. Anytime I hear it, I think of the song that was on the radio at the same time. Like, don't go chasing waterfalls yeah tlc and for the longest time i thought it was don't go jason waterfalls (laughs) yeah (laughs) i used to think a similar take when i was that age go go jason waterfalls (laughs) it's like just an empowering like go go power rangers yeah go go jason waterfalls you can do it that's go go He's running in a marathon. Jason Waterfalls is running in a marathon. <laughs> go, go. He just sees signs everywhere. Um, <laughs> well, that's one thing I'll never do is run a marathon, probably. Same. Uh, I like the idea of, of running and being a runner and running culture and the, the, the challenge to beat your times and, and exercise and fresh air. But I just don't like running, man. I Dude, like walking. I'm in the same boat, man. Kind of. I hate I kind of like walking. Yeah. I, I don't want to do any of those things. Yeah. Um, is it snowing there? It is currently. I got a text from Will that you probably saw as well. He said, how slash why snow? Ridiculous. <laughs> Rid- ridiculous. April so 18th. Stupid. April 18th. My birthday is on Friday. I only remember one time in my entire life that it snowed on my birthday. I couldn't tell you when, but I remember that's it troubling. Oh, your birthday's the twenty second. Yeah, coming up. This episode will have aired by then. Oh yeah, uh, true. Should I come Friday. up and see you? Do you have plans? Going to Vegas. Oh, <laughs> not cool. for my birthday, for work? but yeah, for work. <laughs> yeah, you can parlay that into some some fun like birthday stuff. Yeah, I mean, but, I'll get like five or six really great meals, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, it'll be good. We're we're cool. going to a trade show out there. But um, but yeah, it'll be fun to be be with the boys. Awesome. My work colleagues, that is. Yeah. Well, it's nice when you like the people that you work with. Yeah. I um, sold a house. I sold the, the rental property that I have. Officially done? Yeah. Um, Congrats. Yeah. By the time this episode comes out, we will have closed on it. So they accepted the, we accepted their offer. My investment partner and I did have the purchase agreement. Um, and now it's just a matter of going to the closing table and signing a couple documents. Dude, that's so I'm great. Excited. Are you going to do it again? Yeah, I already have another property under contract. So oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm taking that money, um, that I, that I got from that and I'm just putting it into another thing. But the rental property that I'm selling, I, I have co-ownership of it with an investment partner, Blake. Is he going to um, need to trickle into the next one? 
No, it's going to be me. And see? Ba- baby's flying out on, on his own. It's your world now. <laughs> it's my world. I'm the captain now. <laughs> it's great. It's I mean, it's nervous, man. It's, it's nerve-wracking. I mean, I'm nervous. I'm not nervous in the sense like, I don't know if that's the right thing to do, but it's just like, it's... It's got to go right, man. And sometimes I um, <laughs> I, I jokingly say sometimes, man, I need a wife. <laughs> like <laughs> I kind of do, though, because it's scary to do this stuff by yourself sometimes, man. Sure. You know? Yeah. Like even somebody to just be like, dude, you ran the numbers. It all makes sense. You're smart. You're capable. You can You've do it. it before. Now, see, I'm just being my positive self-talk now, I guess. Yeah. But like having somebody there. Um, is a key benefit to having a, a lover companion. Um, but it's cool. It is cool that I, I I'm gonna be able to do that. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm you really know what thankful. you're doing now, like. Oh, it, dude, yeah, it's so true. When we last week, when I I went to see a few properties with my agent, I'm like, I'm like walking through, and I knew I knew everywhere to look. You sure. know, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I'm down in the crawl space looking around and. Yeah, dude. I mean, even a year, year and a half ago, I wouldn't have known what to do in that. Yeah. You know? Now you can just rinse and repeat, man. That's kind of it. I need to, need to, I need more cash now, but, um, cause real estate is a slow appreciation sure, process. Yeah. 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 Unless you're flipping houses and even which to, to do that, you need a huge surplus of cash in the first place. Right. To buy. But, um, I need now that this next deal is underway, I think without having any major renovations, I'm going to have tenants. And once that's underway, I'm like, okay, now I need to source more money to do this. So I might go back to my investment partner for another one, but yeah, we'll see. It's fun, man. Any good thing comes with great risk. Oh, anything, dude. That's a word right there. Any good thing, man. Whether it's scary, the scary stuff, now won't be scary in two years because there's going to be something more scary or scarier because it's going to be bigger and a bigger risk and probably a bigger reward. That's so true, man. I think you should do like, you're going to be a, you're going to buy a plaza. I'm just a little (laughs) nervous. I honestly do want to, I do have huge, big audacious goals to, to do that or own an apartment complex or more. Um, someday, but you're right, dude. I think I've seen a quote before where it says like the, 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 the gist of it is you should do something every day that scares you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? sure. Yeah. I think, um, I think about you, George, for example, like you took that promotion at work and not to say it scared you, but there were some moments of just like, I can, I can do this, right? Like, I'm I, like, I'm capable of doing this. Right. And like, if th- those are healthy questions and healthy emotions to have, because if you're not having those and everything in life is just easily manageable and it's cookie cutter and every day is the exact same, well, then you're probably not going to be growing in, in a lot of different capacities. Yeah. Your, your responsibilities and your goals become monotonous and stagnant. Like, if you don't have something to reach for, you know, if you don't yeah. like for you, like, okay, take that example of me. Right. I said, yeah, this is kind of crazy. I'm a little 
outside my comfort zone and, and stuff like that. And you said the best thing to me, you said, just act like you've been there before. <laughs> Is that what I said? That's exactly that's what great. you said. And I was like, okay, yeah. that's fine. But, but that's yeah, great, I think man. It, it's true. And you did, and now you're killing it. Yeah. It's fun, man. It's good. Yeah. Got a nice little team. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I live by a couple of those rules. One is act like you've been there before. And two is be different in a good way. Um, yeah. Not different for sake of being different, but I, I try to live my life and treat people in a certain way and just present myself all different in from what everybody else is doing, but in a good way. For sure. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Again, I don't, I, I don't just try to be different for novelty's sake, but I want to be rememberable. Rememberable. Yes, dude. Cool word. Yes. I want to be memorable and make an impact on people. And, and, and you know, I want to, I want to be significant. You know, I want to have a, I don't know. Here we are. I'm talking, I'm sounding like I'm one of those like seven digit, seven digit net worth, like, um, podcast influencer guys now just <laughs> mentality is everything it starts with your mental space it starts between your ears man whatever is going on upstairs in your head <laughs> that's going to determine your output which is going to determine your destiny which is going to determine how freaking huge of a house you can buy <laughs> those and are my don't new rules get the only word that's in your head is grind grind <laughs> yes. and grind if you're not going to grind, somebody else is going to grind harder. These are all my <laughs> rules now, dude. I'm reframing the rules right now. That's it. Uh, <laughs> Forget what I said about different in a good way and being genuine and acting like you've been there before. You just have to wake up and grind. You just have to wake up and grind. grind. Um, that's great. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Oh, that um, let's see. What else did I want to talk about? Doctors wearing scrubs in public. Don't like it. Because they're treating patients who are spitting up and coughing up and getting blood on them and stuff. True. And then they're next to you in the line at Chipotle. Why can't doctors' offices or hospitals have locker rooms? They do. That's the thing. They do. They all do. Huh. And they're just not utilizing them. And so I'm pissed. I'm mad. Yeah. It's, I, a guy, guy came to the gym the other day in scrubs. And I'm like, bro... I see guys leave all the time in scrubs, leave the gym, like getting dressed for work in scrubs. Yeah. Isn't that supposed to be like sanitary when you walk in or you cover it anyway? <laughs> no, I think, I think the scrubs get exp like, that's what, that's the clothing layer between you and the patient when you get to work. If you're a doctor or a health professional in any yeah, way. Yeah, like a dentist too. Yeah, dentist. Yeah, totally. There are some jobs that wear scrubs though that don't have patient care at all and i'm trying to think of them but i do know like receptionists at at um you know at a place like that at a doctor's office or dental office yeah wear them yeah part of it i feel like they wear them because it commands prestige you know like you're when a you walk into a place now. and you're yeah like yeah. <laughs> like when she is out what when he or she is out i should say it, receptionist is out in public and they're in the scrubs they probably get a little bit Hey, hey, you know, a little bit more respect. Command this is some my job. So <laughs> yes. What do you do there? Accounting. I book appointments. <laughs> I account, I balance the books. You can I, read right here. It says dot. Well, it doesn't say doctor, but should. <laughs> you could see right here. It says Doctor Shulman's office, and that's where I work. <laughs> I'm not Doctor Shulman, but I. You can see right here. 
<laughs> you could see if you see doctor. Oh, that's <laughs> that funny. Um, yeah. Um, another thing that's been on my um, on my radar recently. I don't know if I just started noticing this, or maybe she just started calling me more. But I have a colleague at work who chews gum for the entire day. That's fine, no judgment. But it's like this. And it's her, with her mouth open, which is fine. She works by herself at home, but it's not fine when she calls me and says, Hey Drew, I was just calling about, yeah. Okay. So, so that's going to be booked for next Thursday. Come on, I'm dude. like, dude, I literally had to say, I, it, I almost said her name just now. Listen, you, you can't you, with the gum thing. You can't, I did say this to her. I was like, you with the gum, can you just just send me an email or if you, if you want, if we need to talk just please don't do the gum thing. It's making the hair on the back of my neck stick up. Have you ever heard nails on a chalkboard? Yeah. She said, yes. I'm like, that's what this is doing to me right now. What if she sent that's the fair, email right? and it was, Hey Drew, smack, smack, asterisk, <laughs> smack. I look at her email and it's, it has a bunch of stuff in italics and it, I'm like, why is it reading through it? Why is it in italics? I scroll to the bottom and it says italics denotes sli- uh, gum smacking de- while saying. She I'm does like, voice what? to text. She's driving. Hey, Drew. Translates all of it. Yeah. T-S-H-C-H-C-H. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah, this that's is the misophonia good. episode. Anyone with sound rage, don't listen to the back half of this episode. Yeah, that's true. Oh, so yeah, um, that's been a challenge. You want to know something fun? Yeah. Uh, last episode we talked about something, and it was that I have a guy that I that checks me in at the gym, and I've only yeah. talked about one thing, which is the weather, current weather. Yeah, I saw him today. What's he saying? I said, "Did you see the Wings game?" Ooh, I like. And he that. was like, "Dude, favorite sport is hockey. Favorite team is the Wings." Let's go. New relational ground with what has been has been met. Yeah, no, That's great. Uh, no effort really needed. Nope. Because if he were to be like, "No, I don't watch the Wings." Okay, move on to the next topic tomorrow. Yeah, but yep. yeah, he said favorite we'll ho- favorite sport, favorite team. So That's now we have terrific. something to so now- chat about. You've got weather and you've got the wings. I've got weather and, and wings. If, yeah. And and if they ever play outside or something, you know, for like stadium classic, you I'm can probably going to be there both. for a solid 45 seconds at the desk yeah. talking about you can all talk that. talk about both. Well, the wing, you saw the weather for this weekend. Yeah. And the wings are actually playing outside. So how do you think that's going to affect Tyler Bertuzzi? Yeah. Oh, man. It makes me sound so dumb, but I wish that there was a, like, I should record it one time. I should yeah. do this. Yeah. The quickness in this conversational you Because you don't stop. You don't stop. You're walking by, I you scan the thing, and I, you just keep walking. Yeah. I, he scans the thing. Like, so like I'll put my phone out, he'll scan it and I'm, it's, it's in stride. I'm missing one step probably, you know, a stop to scan. Thanks man. Blah, blah, blah. And we're keeping on going. The, the thing about the weather, like I was listening back to our episode yesterday, uh, or sorry, today I was listening back last week, last week. I mean, and (laughs) I was listening back and I'm like, dang, that makes me sound like such an idiot. It doesn't. But then I thought about it. I'm like 
if I'm there looking at him for 10 seconds, that's a lot. Yeah. Like it's so quick and yeah. I'm not going to stop at five o'clock in the morning. I'm just not doing it. But well, anyway, you're going that early because time is of the essence. You're, you don't have unlimited time. Right. Yeah. True. You know, if you were out on vacation and you weren't on a schedule of any kind, yeah. you'd probably be a lot more inclined to take two minutes, three minutes and talk to this guy. If he was like a bartender and I was sitting at the bar, lifetime yeah. fitness kiosk, welcome to desk bar, <laughs> yeah. I would have a conversation with him. There's no problem in that, but it's just, yeah, it's just, it's always been the weather. But no, now I know his favorite sports team and his favorite sport. So we can chat about that. Did you see the game Dude, last night? Did you see what Larkin? Did you see this trade? All the stuff. That's it. I'm predicting an actual friendship developing. I, I would dig that, I think. I don't like I don't he, know anything about him except for what like, he prefers weather wise, but if you saw him on the gym floor, like up there in the weight room and stuff, yeah. you'd probably talk to him and be like Oh, for sure. Yo. And so I don't think it's out of the question that you start to get to know this guy because you see him working out and stuff, maybe some someday at the gym. And after about five or six of those conversation conversations take place about like, you know, just at the gym, you just have this camaraderie kind of, I wouldn't be surprised, man. Hey, I'm going to grab a, a protein shake. Uh, I'll see you down there if you're, if you're around, man. Yeah. Just, you know, do life cafe say what for up. a sec. Yeah. Yeah. Not be like, Hey, let's go get protein shakes. But just like, I'm going down there. I'm done with the workout right now. Love the protein shakes down there. If you're ever down there, let's chat it up. Whatever. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah. I'd share a combo with him over a protein shake. <laughs> That's funny. Imagine meeting, like, being on, like, a dating app, and in, instead of me inviting a girl to happy hour, it's like, you want to meet up at, at Life, Life Cafe, Cafe <laughs> over a protein shake? Some girls would probably dig that. A lot of girls do talk about, date. like, you need to be a gym person. You need to be fitness and gym, and you got to understand my gym and whatever gym, gym, and... Some girls would probably like that. Oh man, I don't. That I don't like out. that. Not because I don't want a girl who wouldn't doesn't want to go to the gym. I do want a fit girl for sure. But just like I don't like when going to the gym is your personality. Yeah, just play it cool, dude. Act like you've been there before. Don't Be cool. define. Don't define yourself by that, and don't. Yep. Yikes! It's totally a thing. People. People often, people often use like put their person. They stake their personality on things that they do or like. You right. know, yeah. It's like, dude, your personality or your, especially your character, it's not activity based, and it's not yeah. your hobbies and shows you like and the office and like that's not it. You got to find out. You got to find out who you are and be able to kind of like accurately portray yourself to people now yeah i'm making snap judgments based on what people say about themselves online on an app but in real life there is it's important to make the distinction there is a difference between just like talking about things you like versus talking about like who you are yeah you know if you don't have your favorite things that you like to do if all of those were stripped away are you happy with yourself yeah. Because if not, figure out a way, way to be happy with yourself. Like, for example, okay, someone on a dating app says, you've got to love my gym. You've got to go to my gym because I love my gym. Yeah. What if it's COVID or, or the pandemic and the shutdown happens and nobody has gyms? Are you depressed for nine months? Because that's not going to be fun to be around. Yeah, Are you going to totally. figure out a way to, you know, got to be happy, man, without the stuff. 
individually. It's true. When I moved to Nashville, hearkening back to your comment about doing something that scares you, that scared me. I mean, it was a calculated move. Again, on paper, everything made sense, you yeah. know? So it was a planned move. It wasn't on the fly like some people do move across the country after taking a job, you know, in the span of a week or something. Yeah. So I planned my job or my uh, my move and everything. But when I moved here, all the things that I had previously staked my my sense of security and sense of self on, they all were stripped away. I, I staked my, my self on like playing drums and being drum guy and, yeah. and shows and stuff like that. And I moved here, didn't have any, didn't play at all for the first year and a half that I lived here. Yeah. Maybe more. I staked myself on, I am well connected and relatively well liked. I have a lot of friends and I do a lot of things around town with them and I'm just a social butterfly. I'm, I'm the mayor of, of where I come from. Yeah. Moved here. I only knew you and Lauren. Well, you and Monica and Lauren. I'm talking about yeah, you know yeah, two yeah, for sure. two households. Yeah. Um. And I'm like, man. After I moved here, and those things were both kind of taken away, I'm like, now who am I? I really had to do some soul searching, man. Yeah, man. And um, I am a I'm a better man for having done that. I'm a more self aware man, and um, I wouldn't trade that for anything. But that is a difficult, arduous, painstaking process. It felt like I talked about this uh, earlier in the the show um, several episodes ago, like in the first 20 probably episodes. Um, I talked about feeling like I was just being pruned, man. Like, like um, again, like how they, like how a gardener prunes away dead branches so that other branches can grow in. I felt like I was like, oh man, not to say that my drumming career or whatever was dead or being connected with people was dead, but I had to t- I had to take some things away before I could kind of grow and flourish in some other areas. And then guess what? Drumming came back. Community came back. There you go. And now I have more than I've ever had. I, I mean, not, I mean like I, I have more things going on. I have a fuller life than I've ever had, you yeah. know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so... Dude, it's so I've, important. It's so important. Um, I've run out of things to talk about for this particular episode, Jord. It's a good sode. Good sode. We got back to the roots. We got back to our old heritage, uh, me and you. You're on camera now, which is nice. Yeah. Um, you're going to be bigger in frame this week because, you know, it's only two of us, so we less screen to share, so that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Um shooting midday recording midday here so we both got our coffee instead yeah, of coffee it's great yeah fantastic <laughs> in fact i have to refill my coffee no this was uh, fun i thought it went a little deeper too we got back we to went, the deep stuff huh we got back to the deep stuff we went we yeah. trickled into the deep end again kind of started talking about freaking our testimonies and stuff yeah man lives um but it's real stuff you know and so let's button it there until episode 53 next week but for now Thank you guys for watching and listening to the Stouting Off podcast, episode number 52. It's been a pleasure as always. We love you very much. See you next time. Bye. Bye.